Today is Sunday, the 26th of February, and this week we are focusing our prayers on the fatherhood of God as demonstrated in the Lord's Prayer when Jesus prays, Our Father who is in heaven. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still and to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God. The Lord calls us to worship today with the words of Psalm 56, and we join with the ancient praise of all God's people saying, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know that God is for me. Today I am reflecting on the words of Romans 8, where Paul reminds us of our status as children and heirs of the one true God and encourages us to rely on the love of our powerful Heavenly Father. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoptions as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him, in order that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things?
Father God, even though we want to think of ourselves as spiritually mature, we confess that we often act more like rebellious children than beloved heirs. Though you are infinitely loving and infinitely wise, we often think we know better than you, and we try to find our own way apart from your truth. Even when we follow your path, we try to do so on our own terms and fall into the trap of thinking we deserve good circumstances because of our good deeds. We are quick to assume that suffering and struggle are a sign of your unfaithfulness rather than a reminder of our own need for trust in you. Help us to see your faithful hand even in the most difficult times. Let us step out in faith knowing that your plan is perfect and your love for us is true. I often find myself frustrated when I try to explain big feelings. Those feelings that are just too complicated, too particular and personal to communicate to others. When I end up running into this barrier, I become all too aware of the loneliness and alienation of being human. Even though we can try to empathize with others, at the end of the day, it feels like that kind of complete understanding and complete intimacy that we crave is impossibly out of our reach. But that wordless cry in each of our hearts that no one else can understand that we often don't even fully understand ourselves, is understood by the Holy Spirit. The barrier between us and God has been torn in two. The Holy Spirit not only understands our cry, but He interprets it with infinite wisdom and brings it to our Father on our behalf. He asks for exactly what He already knows we need at that precise moment, even when we ourselves don't even know what to ask for. Do you believe that the Holy Spirit knows you this intimately, empathizes with you this fully, and cares for you this deeply? It can be so tempting to tell ourselves that we're alone with our problems, that if we can't fix them, then no one will. But if we do that, we forget about the advocate we have in the Holy Spirit. What cry of your heart do you need to entrust to God today? And now, as I prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day, the Lord who loves me says in Ephesians 2, But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Now let us pray as Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
Today's meditation was written and read by Erica Mungai, produced by Jess Springer, with music by Michael Anderson.